and welcome to the American Patchwork and Quilting Podcast, a podcast aimed at making your quilting life more fun and creative while connecting with quilters just like you. Join the staff of the magazines you love for a great episode filled with tips and tricks. Enjoy! Hello, and welcome to the American Patrick and Quilting Podcast. I'm Lindsay Mayland, and I'm so excited to be here with you. We are so lucky on this podcast to be able to chat with designers and quilt shop owners, and even to feature listener tips and questions. There are just so many talented quilters in the world who inspire us, and we're honored to share their stories and knowledge on this show. But we have too many people we love to fit into just a weekly podcast. So we are going all out today, and each of our staff members is sharing a few quilters we admire. It's so nice to be able to fangirl over people whose work is meaningful in our lives, and who bring a deeper and richer quilting experience to our own work. So I'll be handing the mic over to my coworkers. Enjoy! Hi, I'm Allison, the designer of Quilts and More. I've had so many fangirl moments when it comes to quilting, but I wanted to share a couple of designers and quilters that I've been obsessing over lately. I've discovered both of these people through Instagram and I'm always amazed at the projects they come up with. They're so talented in different ways and I can't wait to introduce them to you. The first designer is Machen and her Instagram handle is Machen Marie, um, spelled M-A-E-C-H-E-N Marie. My first introduction to her was through reusable grocery bags that she was making and selling on Etsy. I'd been saving a particular grocery-related fabric for years, fully intending to make bags for myself, but when I saw hers, I reached out and asked if she would make them for me. I knew she'd sew them much quicker and better quality than what I'd have the patience for. I've been using those bags regularly for a couple of years, and the quality is amazing. I've continued to keep up with other projects she's been working on through following her on Instagram. Machen's aesthetic is very fresh and unique. One of the things I love most about her style is the way she combines fabrics. She comes up with the most amazing color palettes and print combinations. I like to think I do a good job at selecting fabric for projects, but Machen is on a whole other level. I often look at photos of her quilt and works in progress thinking, I wish I would have come up with that. She has inspired me in more ways than I can count. When I'm feeling in a rut or like I'm pulling my usual color combinations, I scroll through her feed to get inspired. This actually happened recently with amazing black and white quilts she's been making. I've amassed a pretty good collection of black and white prints, but never really thought to combine them together. I always thought I'd pair them with bright colors. But after seeing how amazing Machen's projects turned out, I decided to just go for a black and white quilt of my own. I'm still in the early experimentation phase of the project, and I'm not quite sure which direction I'm headed in. I keep finding myself thinking, what would Machen do? Which is something I'll probably ask myself whenever I'm feeling stuck on a project. The second designer I've been obsessing over is Kate Nelson. Her Instagram handle is Kate the Maker, spelled K-A-I-T. 
I've only come across Kate's work in the last year or so, but in that short amount of time, she's given me so much inspiration. The thing I appreciate most about Kate is her willingness to try new things and experiment. One of the first things I saw her doing was creating punch needle half square triangle quilt blocks. It was such a quirky and innovative way to approach a quilting project that I needed to see what else she was coming up with. It's so easy to get sucked into a world of perfection when it comes to quilting, but I get the sense that Kate enjoys the process of learning from trial and error. It can be scary to try new things because we don't want to mess up, but Kate just goes for it and ends up making the most amazing things. One of the projects she's working on now is a white and off-white project, so the design is a very subtle but intriguing. She's been hand embroidering lyrics to a Bo Burnham song across the vast amount of white space and has talked about her process along the way. You can tell she has an artistic sensibility and applies it to modern quilting. She has inspired me to have more fun in my sewing room and play around. I often like to use a pattern and follow rules, but sometimes experimenting can lead to amazing results. So I'm trying to channel Kate and approach projects in creative ways. I can't wait to keep following her quilting journey. This is Jody Sanders. I'd like to share two designers who inspire me. The first one is Tara Fawnen. Tara is a quilter, teacher, and pattern designer based in Oakland, California. She started quilting 20 years ago using the traditional methods of making cardboard templates and cutting her pieces with scissors. After being introduced to the rotary cutter in her local quilt shop, she was off on her journey of making quilts and designing textiles. Tara works primarily in solids and her color sense is so inspirational. Her quilts are modern with a nod to traditional patterns like double wedding ring, in the middle of the pandemic, when teachers were learning to do classes and lectures via Zoom, Tara was an innovator. Tara combined live class time with videotaped how-tos. Class sizes were intentionally small to make sure that each participant got a chance at one-in-one -one time with Tara. Additionally, there's a private Facebook group for participants to do show and tell of completed class projects. I took a scrappy Lone Star class that was two three-hour sessions on a Sunday afternoon. I learned so much from Tara about choosing colors for my quilts. Tara has teamed up with Sotopia to offer four seasons of the Color Collective, a six-month program that is subscription-based where you receive fat quarters of a particular color palette, a pattern, you get video how-tos to explain techniques used in the pattern, and special discounts on solids that are sold at Sotopia. Signups for season five start in the summer of 2022. You can find Tara at terrafonin.com or at terrafonin on Instagram, and that's T A R A F A U G H N A N. The second person is Sarah Bond. Sarah is a Philadelphia-based, award-winning quilt maker and teacher. Sarah comes from a family of quilt makers. Her great-grandmother, Lavinia Clarkson, was born a slave in South Carolina in 1858. 
and Sarah actually owns quilts that were made by Lavinia, including a Lone Star that inspired Sarah to make her own modern versions of the Lone Star. Sarah peruses older quilts and books for information and inspiration, but her versions of pickle dish, dressed in plate, and medallion quilts definitely have a modern vibe. Sarah's quilts that have curves are really intriguing to me. Her choice of fabrics and color combinations have encouraged me to look outside my comfort zone. Sarah is also a member of the Philadelphia Modern Quilt Guild. You can find Sarah on Instagram at S-L-B-P-H-I-L-L-Y, so it's S-L-B-Philly on Instagram. I hope you'll take a look. Hi, I'm Doris, the editor of Quilt Sampler and Quilts and More magazines. There are two quilters that I've been captivated with for a while now. I just finished writing my editor's letter for Quilts and More Summer, which talks about getting out of your comfort zone and facing your fears. The development of this first quilter's style is a perfect example of just that. I discovered Jackie Smith of Bend, Oregon, when she won first place in the Tula Pink Homemade Challenge in February 2021. You can find her on Instagram at ifneedlebee spelled I-F-N-E-E-D-L-E-B-E. -E -E. The winning quilt she designed is in the style of a traditional rose and banner sailor tattoo. At the center is a large pair of shears, a banner with the words made with love, and an aurafil spool of thread unwinding throughout the composition of flowers and vines, pins and a needle. When I had the chance to see this winning quilt in person, I took dozens of detail photos and I stood in front of that quilt for a long time just to take it all in. I assumed at the time that it was an excellent example of large scale needle turn applique. When I later found out that she had pieced this quilt with her sewing machine, I immediately pulled up those photos I had taken and studied the quilt all over again. But let me back up. Jackie started sewing just five years before she made this amazing quilt. She made mostly baby quilts when she started quilting and eventually moved up to making throw quilts using other designers' patterns. She has a great sense of color and appears to be fearless when it comes to trying new things. In 2019, she made a landscape art quilt using her own unique piecing technique reminiscent of the quilts of Ruth B. McDowell or Cynthia England. This landscape quilt uses the piecing technique she used in her award-winning homemade challenge quilt. It is a stunning image of the Imnaha River Canyon inspired by the book Temperance Creek by Pamela Royce. This was made for a Books to Quilt event at her local library, which, side note, to a voracious reader like myself, sounds fabulous in and of itself. In her Instagram feed are a few other pictorial quilts she has made for the 2020 and 2021 events. And most recently, she shared photos of Metamorphosis, a quilt with a free-pieced butterfly flitting toward a light. I cannot describe it. You will just have to go check it out. Last year, Jackie received an honorable mention for her entry in the Say Yes to K-Facet Collective Challenge. Trust me, this quilter is one to watch. The second designer that I've been following closely is Rachel Denany of Adelaide, Australia. You can find her on Instagram at Rachel Denany Designs, spelled R-A-C-H-E-L, 
L-E-D-E-N-N-E-N-Y Designs. Rachel has won international quilting awards, teaches her technique, and is a fabulous machine quilter. I've been aware of Rachel's beautiful work for a long time, but what recently caught my eye is her Harmony Block of the Month inspired by traditional mandalas. The designs are machine appliqued using her favorite technique with soluble stabilizer and turned edges. She's currently making a beautiful version using primarily tulip pink fabrics in soft greens, yellows, pinks, peaches, and lavenders. These beautiful blocks started popping up in my Instagram feed, and I keep going back to see more. Anyone interested in improving their free motion quilting skills should check out her YouTube tutorials. She shares these in her Instagram reels as well. Scrolling through Rachel's feed always provides me with inspiration. Hey, it's Lindsay. Sorry to interrupt, but we have to take a quick ad break. We'll be back with more fangirl moments soon. Welcome back. It's Lindsay here to fangirl over some quilters. The first person I've been really loving lately is Boreen Campbell from Happy So Lucky. Boreen has lived all over the world. She comes from an advertising background and she designs modern, mostly foundation paper piecing patterns for quilts. So I was first introduced to Boreen just a few months ago. Uh, she designed a small pattern called Peace for Ukraine, which I kind of sewed as a way to process some feelings. Uh, she released it for free and suggested that in return for making it, you donate some money to an organization benefiting Ukrainians. I saw many quilters making this block uh, and saw recently that she announced that over 17,000 quilters have downloaded that pattern and donated money. And it gave me so much hope to see a quilter using her art to help the world and it felt really empowering to me. So in her own words, Boreen has said, some of my patterns are simply aesthetic, but my recent work is more purposeful the negativity and news of the world troubles me, so I try to use my work to process my emotions and take me to a happy place. By making my patterns available to others, it has become their therapy too. And I just totally agree with that about her work. Uh, she also recently released a series of feminist patterns showing women of all colors holding each other up in very powerful poses. Uh, and also a series of pieced phrases such as stand up, speak up, step up, and more. So her work is very powerful, but it's also really fun. Um, it really promotes love and equality and peace, and also just features very cute designs like hearts, rainbows, lightning bolts, uh, paintbrushes and pencils, and even some sewing theme designs like scissors, seam rippers, um, a hand pulling needle and thread. Honestly, there are just so many designs of hers I really love and would love to display in my home because they're works of art and they have a message to share. The other person I've really admired lately has been Erica Taylor Jackman of Kitchen Table Quilting. She calls herself a compulsive pattern writer, and that is so accurate because every time I look at her Instagram page, she has a new pattern available, and I, I seriously love them all. 
Uh, I specifically started following her on social media when her plaid-ish quilt came out uh, because I saw so many people making it and it's a great scrap quilt, which I'm always on the hunt for. Uh, in fact, I would say that many of her patterns are easy and beginner friendly, but because she's so great at playing with colors and contrast, the patterns end up looking more complex than they are. And I love that. I love just being able to use my scraps or pre-cuts I have on hand and a rainbow of colors and have it just be simple sewing. So it checks all those boxes for me. She has tons of free patterns on her website, uh, and many of them are on my to-make list, but she also sells many patterns too, and those, those patterns are a little more complex, so she, she truly has something for everyone. And besides her amazing patterns, she's also been blogging for over 10 years and has almost a thousand blog posts on her website, so you can tell that she truly wants to build a positive quilting community that values teaching and helping each other and just really accessible patterns for all skill levels. So it makes you feel really welcome when you connect with her. Hi, I'm Beth in the marketing department for American Patchwork and Quilting, and I wanted to share some long arm quilters that I've been loving lately. First, someone I've admired for a long time is Angela Walters of Quilting is My Therapy. She's an amazing long arm quilter, author of several long arm quilting books, and a fantastic teacher. She has such an encouraging attitude and makes me feel like I can just jump in and try long arm designs. I've been working on building my long arm skills, and if you're looking for instruction or inspiration, she's got you covered on her YouTube channel. She often demonstrates designs on both long arm and a domestic machine, so no matter what type of machine you have, I think you'll get great tips. I've been lucky enough to meet her and work with her in the past, and she's just as fun as she seems. If you need that extra push and encouragement to practice your quilting designs in a more structured way, she also hosts regular free motion challenges to learn a specific skill. So the most recent topic was feathers. And each challenge has free videos, live chats, and a super supportive Facebook community. She has panels and thread for sale if you want to quilt the exact quilt she shows, but no purchase is necessary. And these are available all the time. So you can go at your own pace. You can start now. You can take a break. You can just do it however you want. She also owns an adorable quilt shop in Liberty, Missouri called Quilting is My Therapy and teaches in-person classes there too. And if you're looking for some long arm quilting on Instagram, I love following Natalia Bonner. She's at Natalia Bonner. She uses a combination of ruler work and freehand quilting designs with incredible results. I find it so relaxing and mesmerizing to watch. It always stops me in my tracks as I'm scrolling. She also has a website, Peace and Quilt, where she sells her books, products, thread, and you can sign up for her online classes called PNQ Academy. But there's plenty of free inspiration on her Instagram and YouTube channel as well. If you like edge-to-edge -edge quilting, Check out Jess Ziegler at Threaded Quilting on Instagram. She designs and sells a lot of her own edge-to-edge -edge designs and takes amazing photos that really show the texture of each one. It's so helpful to see it stitched out so you can imagine it on your own quilt. And if you're looking for a long arm quilter, the Long Arm League is a great resource. 
just founded this community for long-arm quilters and has a directory on the Long-Arm League website so you can find someone local to you or someone to whom you can mail your quilts. I hope you'll check out some of these incredible long-arm quilters. They've inspired me so much and I feel like you can never have too much quilty inspiration. I'm Elizabeth Stumbo, art director for American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine, and I recently started following the maker Jennifer Candon on Instagram, and I have had so much fun scrolling through her feed and learning more about her creative process. She is an improv creator, and in her own words, she likes to use colorways that make people look twice, and this is so true. It was her interesting color palettes that first caught my eye when scrolling on Instagram, and I just could not ignore her art and talent. Her quilts are very scrappy. They're highly technical. She uses irregular construction and often includes denim cutoffs, which just add a lot of visual interest and texture to her art quilts. Her creative process is all about exploration and play, which makes it so fun to see her art quilts come to life. And what is great about her Instagram feed is that she shares her in-progress works so you can follow along her creative journey. Currently, she is working on a project where she stitches together hourglass blocks into giant circles, and they are so striking. As someone who often avoids patterns with curves, it is especially impressive to see how it all comes together. I encourage you to also follow her on social media. And if you are ever feeling uninspired, her posts are an instant hit of creativity and motivation to help start playing around with your own improv quilts. I also want to give a shout out to a new to me quilt shop called So Magarbo. And I just, I hope I'm saying that correctly. It's a family owned and operated fabric shop and creative art studio located in Ashburn, Virginia. One of the owners, Casey, creates fun videos and reels on the shop Instagram account that just bring a smile to my face. I especially love the videos where she shows new fabrics and product arrivals in the shop and, of course, all of the behind-the-scenes fun they have. The shop also specializes in lots of classes and workshops for sewers of all ages to learn new skills and techniques, and they even offer summer camps for kids and teens. So if you are in the Ashburn, Virginia area, be sure to check them out in person. And for the rest of us, we can just follow along on their social media account and, of course, do some online shopping. Hey, it's Lindsay. Thanks to everyone who shared the people they're loving right now. It was fun to take an opportunity to share more people who inspired us outside the podcast interviews we've done or even the designers we featured in our magazine. There are so many talented quilters in the world, and we're happy to keep spreading the word about them. So we'll link to all the people we mentioned in our show notes so that you can check them out more. And I'd love to hear your favorite people in the quilting world, so send me an email at apqpodcast at meredith.com and tell me more about them. We're going to take a quick ad break, and we'll be right back with a special announcement. Welcome back. Before we leave today, we have an announcement. This episode is the last episode of this season, season 12. Uh, we'll be taking a two-month break for the months of May and June 
to allow our staff to enjoy the nice weather with their families, uh, continue to produce amazing content in our magazines and online, uh, and plan a new podcast season of fun interviews and helpful tips and tricks. I know I personally plan to take a vacation in there, which uh, I'm very much looking forward to. So if you just joined us on this podcast recently, you are in luck because there are plenty of past episodes to listen to, so please check them out. For all of our listeners, feel free to send us an email with any ideas you have for next season. It could be people to interview, topics you'd love for us to discuss, questions you have. We just love producing content you want to hear, and we love hearing from you. So we'll list our email in the show notes reach out anytime. I love hearing from our listeners. So thanks to all of our listeners for making this podcast season so fun. Uh, It's been my favorite season yet. Just being able to chat with other quilters each week has really helped our staff feel like we're connecting with other quilters, um, especially during the pandemic. So we're so thankful for each and every one of you. Uh, We even got to celebrate our 550th episode, which was so exciting for us, and we could not have done it without all of our listeners. We hope you all have a creative and safe few months, and we'll be back before you know it for another fun season of the American Patchwork and Quilting Podcast. all and thanks for listening keep in touch american patchwork and quilting is on facebook pinterest and instagram at all people quilt email us at apqpodcast at meredith.com resources for this week can be found at allpeoplequilt.com slash podcast and if you love the american patchwork and quilting podcast please subscribe on your favorite podcast app for free and don't forget to rate and review the show it helps other quilters find us Have a creative week.